What's happening, Troops? Another episode of A Little House in the Prairies podcast. Uh, episode five this time. Uh, this week we've got Saskatchewan's own DJ producer out of Saskatoon. We've got Drewski. How's it going, Drew? Good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, with everything that's going on, it's a little bit chaotic, but I can't complain, man. Life's good. Yeah, yeah. It's been crazy times, but, uh, you know, it seems like we're on the upswing so yeah. yeah we've got a little bit of light here that we're starting to come into the summer months and get a little bit of nice nice weather coming back so i mean that's always a positive but uh yeah other than that it looks pretty pretty crazy here in regina everything's locked back down again and we're all stuck yeah. inside so yeah it's going down in regina it's definitely a little different here in saskatoon and i'm hoping that like we don't go into the same situation as you guys yeah i'm sure i'm sure it'll be fine up there i think this is going to be the last one for us and then hopefully by the summertime everything will start going back to a little bit of normality but i just wanted to jump right in here uh let you introduce yourself let you tell the people kind of uh how you got started in dance music how you got started djing and what it is that you do in Saskatchewan and across Canada. Sure, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm Drewski and I've been DJing for probably about 15 years, something like that, you know. Um, I got into doing all this stuff through, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I was playing just with uh, – like old software back in the day on my computer, on my parents' computer, like virtual DJ, that kind of stuff. And uh, I got into house music through, you know, back then it was like the blogs. I mean, I guess really like it was like Daft Punk and stuff back in the day. Like that was what it really was. When I heard homework, that was like, you know, I was just a little kid still, like probably like six years old or something. And it was just, it just, that was it for a while. And then I, when I got back into a little older, got into downloading music and all that stuff, you know, we were all using all the old, like, LimeWire and Kazaa and all that stuff. Uh, then it was like, oh, you start getting that. You get your hands on that house music and stuff again, and you start start looking for it. And then when I was in high school, I started, uh, you know, messing around with, the, with virtual DJ and, and getting going with that. And then that's when the blogs started showing up. And it was like, oh, okay, here we go, you know, you know, back in the like Mastercraft and Justice days and all the blog house stuff. Like when that hit, it was like, like here we go, you know. That's when that's when things started picking up for me for DJing and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure. that and once you get hooked, I mean, that's it. It's, it's game over at that time. But I think uh, I think a lot of people relate to that as well with the Daft Punk. Um, I think most people, when they kind of came out and they started to hit their peak, that that got a lot of people onto dance music. I know there's a lot of people I know that are really inspired and influenced by them, and and what a career they had. I know just recently they announced that they were that, that was it. It was the end. But um, yeah, some of the some of the pieces that they've put together over the years has just been phenomenal. Even with it, when they were bringing out the music videos, and it was like each song had like one part of the story to it and as a kid that that was just so cool like it was almost like watching a a movie where there was no like there was no interactions between the characters uh other than the soundtrack that was playing right and it was something creative and something out of nowhere that we hadn't seen before 
and I think that got a lot of people hooked on dance music and house music in particular, uh, especially since they had their own kind of crazy style and uh, was very kind of over the top electronic with it, with the, the helmets and everything. Was I think that was a major player uh, for a lot of people at that time. Yeah, well, and I mean, you know, like they're... The Daft Punk, those guys are serious musicians. You know, they're, they really had a big influence on that French house sound. And, uh, I mean, you know, homework is really what got me into, into Daft Punk, like the funk and Revolution 909 and, and that kind of stuff, just rolling and scratching, like heavy, heavy hitters, man. Like that was serious house music. And it came out in 97, it went like pretty mainstream in North America. I mean, that's, that's crazy. So, and then, I mean, like you were talking about too, Discovery, that whole like, little film that they made for that i was just showing my girlfriend that the other day because you know like for me that was like high school like i was like oh my god look at this like this is so cool you know at the time you're like 16 17 i was like oh wow you know so showing my girl that recently was cool because she was like well i had I, you know she had never heard of it so that was, that was cool yeah and i think uh i think it kind of crossed a lot of lines as well in terms of when they had that little anime movie it kind of drew in another wider audience who were like oh these guys are kind of a little bit kind of out of left field and they've got the anime on and things and there was maybe people who enjoyed watching that kind of i guess uh, shows and things like that who then wanted to watch the videos and then the music and then it kind of caught on so i mean there's a marketing from a marketing standpoint it was it was phenomenal from them and uh like you said they really developed the uh an influence in the the french house scene there and even daft punk are a, a, a big thing for me as well because they had a lot of releases on uh, soma records which is obviously out of glasgow the same place as where i'm from um where like slam um and some of their best work came on that label i mean that was there was a few records i've heard recently where i didn't even realize that that's where it, it came from and for me, like even Slam, I went to see Slam 2019. I was at home for four months and they played in Sub Club. And I was like, my girlfriend was over visiting at the time. And I'm like, we've got to go and see Slam. And she's going, Slam, who, who is that? But when I took her, that was it. She was hooked. She loved it. So, I mean, it, for me, that's even though they're more of a, a French house group and uh, that's where they originate. They also had a really big influence in my childhood and my upbringing, even though I probably came later because, I mean, I was born in 1997 when a lot of that earlier stuff came out, but it was just always kind of around and it maybe took me a little bit to grow into it. But it's cool that someone who has went glo like global and is such a big influence on people everywhere in the world uh, was releasing songs out of the city half an hour up the road where i grew up do you know what i mean yeah absolutely super cool doesn't doesn't happen around here in saskatchewan yeah I know. <laughs> and the craziest thing about it as well was like they were getting played on the radio everywhere even still to this day they're like i i was listening to uh it was again it was maybe because of the announcement but i was listening to like a it's like a radio show kind of mix series i guess and there was just, they were slamming out Daft Punk tracks from over the years. And you're like, Jesus, there's, and they're still unreal tracks to this day. Um, and I know, kind of, 
you've been involved in a lot of radio here in Saskatchewan as well. I know that you're involved with a radio station up in Saskatoon, and I don't know if you still uh, have something to do with the one here in Regina. I know you've done that a, f- a few years ago. I, I, I played a little bit, uh, like a couple of shows. Like I, I never really had any like continuous involvement with the radio station in Regina, but I have a friend, a couple of friends, but Ben Vallejo, who, uh, I, I don't know if he's like the station manager or the program director, what he does over there exactly, but he's a super good dude. And you know, it's like shout out to all the community radio stations out there and all the people who volunteer for community radio stations. Super great to see Ben is like a super valuable asset for, the uh, station in Regina. Excuse me, but yeah. Um, uh, here in Saskatoon, we have CFCR, and I've been volunteering with them for a few years now, probably like five or six. And uh, it's it's awesome, you know. I do a, I do a show at noon on Mondays, noon to one, called Hot Buttered Soul, and it's like funk soul, R and B, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I have a show that I do nothing but a G thing on, um, on, uh, Tuesday nights, midnight to 1am. And those things are, uh, it's like nice R and B, uh, hip hop, that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a different vibe, but it's a lot of fun doing the late night thing is really cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And. I mean, big shout out to these people that who who run these community radio stations. Uh, they're doing a great job, and they they give people like yourself and other people who are creative in the music that they play uh, the opportunity to showcase the kind of skills and talents that they've developed. Right, um, especially in a space where here in the prairies, a lot of the radio shows or radio stations are more focused on your your rock music and your country music and things like that. They give the people who are maybe in the less mainstream avenues in music, I think that's fair, yeah, less mainstream kind of avenues in music, they give them the opportunity to play the kind of music that that they enjoy and the kind of music that they spend hours and hours of their time digging for in record shops, things like that. And, I mean, I know you yourself are, are someone who is very creative and very diverse in the music that you play. Like you said, you kind of have your show on the Monday where it's more funk, soul, R&B, things like that. And then your show where it's more a hip hop and old school stuff. And uh, obviously I've saw you play here in Regina quite a few times. And that was one of the things that I was really impressed with was the variety of music that you play and how you can transition between all these different kinds. And it, it feels very inclusive and, you get you do a really good job at bringing everyone onto the dance floor it's not just this is the kind of music that's going to be playing and then there's the kind of people on the outside who maybe aren't feeling it too much like you you do a really good job at cycling through and and changing it up every keeping everyone guessing and getting everyone involved and uh i think that's that's kind of one thing that stands out in regina especially uh because a lot of these people who are booked to play places in regina there maybe just don't have the experience quite yet and aren't as confident to do that. So when you go out, you do tend to only hear maybe one kind of music, whether it be rap or uh, like dubstep or uh, D&B or whatever it's going to be. It seems to be kind of one 
one channel and that's that's what's going to be played and uh I, f- I feel like a lot of that is down to all of the time that you have spent digging for records i mean obviously we can see in the background there like <laughs> the collection or yeah. i'm guessing a bit of the collection there a little bit yeah 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 you know i think it's it's a funny thing because um regina is one of those places saskatchewan in general is one of those places where you kind of if you want to play regularly especially as like a dj who's playing out and about um you know if you want to be doing gigs multiple times a week you really got to learn how to diversify you know we don't have the luxury of having uh clubs and venues that are sort of single um style or you know fit into like a niche we don't even really have the luxury of, of of doing nights that are single style, you know, or, or, or fit into a certain category or genre. Like I've definitely done lots of, of nights that were, you know, like a house night or a hip hop night or whatever, but um, they don't always go that way. And so I think just part of like trying to, I mean, you know, if you're a house DJ, and you're not into like funk and disco records and like soul records and stuff, RB, I think maybe you're kind of missing a big part of, of what makes house like so good. Um, but if you're going to be playing in, in Saskatchewan and you want to make a living at all, even if it's not about that, but you want to be playing regularly, like to, you got to learn how to play a bunch of different genres and to be able to move in and out and like try to give little bits and pieces to different kinds of people and, and keep your eye like it's, you, you know, you have to be attentive to a wide audience every night because people for the most part around here are going to a venue because that's the venue. That's the place to be. They're not necessarily going there to hear you, um, you know, so you're there to service a crowd and, you know, a, a club or a restaurant I did here a lot before uh, COVID was Congress beer house and that, you know, I'd be doing Thursday and Saturday nights there, you know, a Thursday night at Congress beer house at like 11 PM, you're going to have a wide variety of people there and they're not necessarily there to party. So trying to service people who are there from the oil and gas industry, having like a steak dinner versus like the girls at the bar that are doing shots at the same time is a challenge and and that to me is a part of being a dj in saskatchewan for sure yeah and finding those places as well that are challenging uh again that also although it is something that's hard it's something that shouldn't be shied away from either because that allows you the opportunity to to test yourself and challenge yourself and to get better as a dj and develop those skills that you were talking about where you've got to kind of find the pockets and learn how to move between each different thing each different aspect to your set and in a sense it's great practice as well because you can read crowd reaction in a more intimate space it's not like you're now thrown up in front of a like a dance floor where it's dark and you can't really see people and everything else like you're there you can see the people there there's not that many people in the room the room's not that big and you can read the crowd reaction and it probably benefits you again when you are playing out in these bigger clubs that you get better at being able to tell the reactions for the songs and what direction you got ahead in to get the the kind of excitement and inclusion that you want right yeah yeah absolutely like 
you know, I, it's, it's a funny thing playing in, in small rooms with, um, you know, again, a crowd that's not necessarily there to see you, you have to be prepared to be walking into any kind of situation. And I mean, you probably have a decent idea of what's going on, but DJing in a smaller community, um, you're sort of prepared to deal with, with everything. At least I think that like that, that's what a lot of the other people in the industry around here do that, that play regularly is they, they can kind of shift and move, or at least they, they have a pocket that really works for them that is broad enough that they can get by. But uh, it's, it, it's interesting too, because it prepares you for certain things, a variety of things. But man, if you go into bigger city centers and you're trying to play at bigger clubs and stuff, like that's where the heads are at, you know? So it's like now all of a sudden you got to shift into a different gear and maybe you got to go a little deeper into the crates. You can't just be hitting all these, you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's tough. Sometimes there's been certain circumstances where I've been playing either online or, or, or whatever, who a different crowd of people. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh man, I got, I got to bring some, I got to really dig deep here and, and like try to hit them with some serious shit because it's, it's, it's different. You know, we don't have as, as many heads in the community here in, in any genre really. Yeah. And do you think a lot of that comes down to uh, like just the amount of people who is here and the fact that everything's so spread out? Because again, like yourself, you're in Saskatoon and I mean, Regina, that's like a two hour gap in most places of the world, like a two hour gap. That's not that, like, that's not that far. There's quite a lot of places in between and, and that's uh, like there's a lot of people in that area, but there's literally Regina and then pretty much nothing, and then Saskatoon. And do you think that's down to the the amount of people who are in the area, or do you think it's down to the the fact that there's no genre specific clubs or events that are happening? Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with how many people there are. Like it, we're just small community, and we're so rural. Like we are rural where like you said like it, it's like there's nothing around us i was in uh vancouver not too long ago for work and you know they like just explaining to everyone there that it's like the next city over isn't like attached to you know like martinsville isn't like a there's no there's no other clubs there's no davidson venues you know like it's 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 everything that is going on is going on in saskatoon or regina and there's just not that many people here. So, I mean, trying to get a genre specific club or even a nightclub in general in like today's era in Saskatchewan is like kind of crazy. Like you got to be crazy a little bit to try and. Yeah, well, that's that's eventually what my goal is going to be. And you're not wrong. Every single person who I speak to and I say that to is like, mate, you are crazy. But. I mean, I, th- I think it is possible uh, as as long as we just continue to to push the genre. And I think what you'll find as well is there are a lot of people who maybe are into these specific kinds of music who maybe don't go out as much just because of they don't they don't feel as comfortable going out and confident that they know what they're going to get right. Like a lot of, a lot of places they'll go, and it's very you got a lot of people who are maybe just there to party and go crazy and get hammered and everything else. And they're not, they don't really care. You could play whatever music that you want 
and they probably wouldn't even be able to tell you any track that was played that night so i think the possibility is there as well and then in terms of the amount of people it's definitely a limiting factor but it may just come down to limiting the size of the club because i know there's a lot of places here that are are really really great clubs like lock club for example lock club is fantastic every single time i've been in it it's been absolutely unreal there's always great djs playing there's always great music i know you play there yourself and i know there's a couple of other people from regina and around the area who are just fantastic at what they do but this the space inside that is it's a small venue it's not massive there's not thousands of people in it there's what maybe 100 200 at most yeah i think you know uh club life in saskatchewan especially when you're talking about like you know small scale is key you know there was a time when we had places like um uh, pure in regina and tequila here in saskatoon and you know they were trying to replicate that big club thing because that was hot all over the world uh, especially in North America, like in, in the United States. And it was just, it's, it, they're just unsustainable business models. Like you just, your, your overhead is huge. You know, you can't continue to pack the house with this, you know, you have such a small pool to grab from, from, for such niche events. And like tequila especially did a really good job of, of like keeping that going for a while. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, like the future of clubbing in, in Saskatchewan is definitely like smaller scale. But I tell you, man, I would love to be getting into uh, Divas a little bit more because uh, it's like the nicest club in Saskatchewan, honestly. Is that is that one in Saskatoon? Yeah, Divas is a gay club in Saskatoon and it, it's been around for a long time. Like I was going to Divas back when I was underage sneaking in and all, and, and even then it had been like established, you got to go in through the back alley and stuff. But now like they have the nicest lights, the best sound system, like they really do have the best setup. And, you know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough place to crack into. I've done a couple private parties there on off nights. And then I did one night there, um, oh, like a while back and just like, <laughs> just like tore the roof off the place, you know, man, like it was people were, we were going wild in there and they, they'll play till they'll go till three. Like, you know, they were like, no, 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 don't, don't stop till, you know, I was kind of like, you know, where, where are we at? And they were like, no, nah, keep going. So that's kind of cool, but it, 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 it's not that many DJs that are in there. And, and, you know, it's, it is like, you know, it, 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 it's you can play a lot of electronic music and that kind of stuff, but you do kind of have to get, cater to the the gay crowd a little bit. Which I mean, again, as like a house enthusiast, like I'm all the way about. Like I'll play house and disco and like vocal house all night, um, and I might not hit all the hits that they're into, like on the regular. But man, like I'll play Whitney Houston all day. You know, yeah. like I love it so. Uh, you know, that's, that's a, that's one that, you know, some people kind of miss out on for sure in the provinces divas, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't get out enough to like go there on my off nights typically. Uh, so it's hard to like 
interact with the DJs and, and really see what like other people are playing there. But, um, you know, I, I, I would love to see like a few more of the local DJs just like rotating in there and, and, and putting some flavor in there because I think they have the same people regularly, which is, is great. You know, you want to see people working uh, and stuff like that. But, you know, it's always nice to have a little bit of a mix in there. Yeah, and that's interesting because actually, uh, I've I've been in Saskatchewan now for coming up in seven years in August. Obviously, when I first moved here, I was underage and it was a little bit. There was a little bit of a kind of feeling out period, and I was getting used to things and I had a few things to sort out. But were one, were you of age in the UK and underage here in Canada when you moved? What, 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 how old were you when you moved? No, I was seventeen. I was just oh, turning seventeen. Oh yeah, okay, so. All right. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't of age, but it's the UK. You can get away with quite, quite a bit there. Yeah, cheeky, as long cheeky as you, pint at the pub. Exactly, and as long as you don't draw too much attention to yourself, nobody really, really bothers. Like, if you, if you're just being a dick and you just are annoying everyone round about you and just belligerently drunk, then somebody's going to be like, get him out. But for the most part, you're pretty safe as long as you can handle your drink and you're pretty all right with people. But not like one of the, I've been to Saskatoon a few times. I've been a few nights out up there. And uh, just funny that you talk about divas as well is the one night that I was up there. So like the University of Saskatchewan uh, had, their, like their soccer team had a fundraiser on. So like a lot of the guys that I play with down here, uh, one of the boys was playing on the the huskies at the time so he's like oh yeah we should enter a team and it'll be a good laugh and we'll go out on a night out in saskatoon and everything so we're like right cool pack up the cars head up there and we went out that night after playing in the little it was like a little futsal tournament and uh it was pride week so like pride was on and we went we went to like we couldn't get into that so we went to one of the clubs i think it was uh oh what is it called pink maybe no what it wasn't one of the it wasn't one of the uh clubs that was involved in pride it was just like is it melody or something like that is it houston's or something oh yeah hudson's yeah hudson's that's it so yeah. we were in hudson's and uh that would have probably been on till 2 3 a.m and we came out me and my friend are like we're like walking back to the hotel and everything and just like hammered and I can just hear the music and they just didn't want to turn it off. Like, I think they were trying to shut them down and everything. They were just like, no, nah, we'll just keep playing, keep banging. And yeah. the music that was playing was probably even better than what was playing in Hudson's that night. And don't get me wrong, Hudson's was, it was great and I enjoyed myself. And a lot of the music that was getting played was a lot of kind of old school, like trance and things like that. They, I must have caught it on the perfect night, but it was like old Damn school, like ba it was like baseline and things like that, like tunes that I'd heard when I was a kid, and I was just like, Jesus, that's not that's not typical for yeah, Hudson's at all. I've heard like my friend was saying that to me that night, and I'm like, man, like this is some of the stuff that I, I heard when I was growing up, and can I got me onto it? So that was super cool, but yeah, and then I came out, and they were playing a lot of like uh, like house records and uh kind of soul records and things like that and i was like damn i kind of wish i had i'd patched and went there instead but i mean it, it looks like it's a phenomenal a phenomenal gig that they've got going up there especially i know there's a few a few clubs and then their their pride week looks looks crazy yeah people really rally around pride week here it's it's a pretty big deal for sure um 
you'd love to see more of it. I mean, like, man, even the club, Q, whatever Q, I think it is in Regina, has kind of a crazy setup. Like, I did a couple of gigs there back in the day in the DJ booth. I don't know if they changed it or if it's still the same, but at the time, the DJ booth was like two floors up and closed, and you're playing like down to the dance floor. It was really crazy. Like, people had to like come way up the stairs and knock on the door if they wanted to have, make requests and stuff. So it was kind of cool because you're like super cool vantage point and uh, and you're kind of, you know, you don't have people bugging you a lot, but at the same time, you're like a little bit removed from the energy of the dance floor and stuff too. So kind of pros and cons, but I, I don't know. I, I had a couple of good nights there too. You know, I that's one thing, like if you're a, if you're a house DJ and you want to get involved in your local community and try to get into some clubs and stuff like man try to get into those gay clubs because they're they're open-minded and they're they're often like into the dope shit you know yeah and i think uh even well you're seeing in a lot of the that's kind of what house music is about as well and myself like both years that i've been over in ibiza one of my favorite club nights to go to is defected and they're one that really draws on that inclusion and and house and they're just so deeply invested in it they've been doing it for so long and the djs that you see there is is and they have like the one the one night i played uh or sorry the one night that i went there they had like uh can all the ogs playing like uh sam divine and uh they had gorgon city playing and they had little gay brother who are like a kind of dance they're like a dance troupe who are involved in a lot in the house music and stuff like that and that was super cool like getting to see all those guys and their whole model is like in our house we're all equal so i'm um, everyone who's in there you it's so diverse the crowds that are in there and the venue is phenomenal it's not ibiza everybody ties to all these massive super clubs like privilege is huge and but even though it's a big club within eden the layout of it is very concentrated like it almost feels like a small club vibe and I, like a like a kind of local club vibes which is really cool about uh about it and it lets a lot of people feel more in contact with the music right because it's right like they're right there there's no massive dj booth away up out of the way like you were saying and it's uh it's just kind of organic it's the way they've always done it for years and years and it works yeah there's definitely something to be said about being like right up in like close to the crowd is is always interesting you know you I mean, it, it comes with its own challenges, but it, you know, yeah. you definitely. Well, like you always have the drunk people coming up and want to harass you and talk to you, and I guess that's a that's a little bit of something that goes with the job, right? Is having to deal with some of those people, and I mean, those people aren't always nice, but nine times out of ten, they're they're just drunk and harmless. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you've saw the video that's that's been floating about for a couple of years now and it's like the chicken she's hammered and she's trying to order sambuca at the the dj booth and the dj's just killing themselves laughing at her like yeah, jesus yeah, the bar's no, we, over there that's a classic for sure yeah. but it that that is another thing about clubbing in saskatchewan especially too is like man you deal with some people out here you know it's you're if you try to play things that are interesting or different you know you're always kind of faced with at least a few people that aren't down and don't understand aren't well versed in like clubbing 
they 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 used to be in at weddings and stuff like that. So it's like, man, I gotta deal with Becky over here, you know. But uh, uh, you know that. So that that that's definitely one of the challenges of being a DJ in Saskatchewan. Like and anybody can attest to that. I think that you know the requests and, and the attitude can be difficult for sure sometimes. Yeah, and. I think, uh, again, a lot of the time that goes back to a lot of people who are just out to not necessarily listen to the music, but just out to go crazy and go wild. And and listen, that's fine. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, myself, even being out, I've had those nights where I just go way over, way over the top and I'm just in a condition. But I mean, at the end of the day, you still got respect to people that are playing the music. They're there to do a job. They're not there to... They're not there to deal with all of your shit just because you can't keep yourself together and you've took it over the top a little bit too much. But I mean, and then there's also there's also a lot of the events as well that are that are particularly built for that too. They're built around the just everyone coming in and enjoying themselves and going crazy and letting loose. And a lot of the time, those events are actually really fun and they're they're good events. I know you've played a lot of the university events as well. I've been to quite a few. They I think uh, culture ethics that put on the events. I know you've played for them, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not having a go at anyone by any means. But a lot of the people who go to that or go to those events, that's what they're looking to do. They've been like they're university students. They're stressed Monday Friday all week, and they just want to go and go crazy. And their events are phenomenal, and the creativity, especially in terms of Regina, where they've put on like uh like the foam parties and paint parties and things like that it's refreshing to see and it's something a little bit different and i don't know if that kind of goes hand in hand with the music as well like if they give you a little bit more freedom to play some of these crazy tracks and and uh experiment a little bit yeah i don't know it's those parties are interesting because they're you know they're like I'm getting older now, you know. I've had a long-standing relationship with the Owl, and I played gigs there for oh, hundreds, hundreds of gigs at the Owl. Like back in the day, something you gotta understand is that Asia and I used to play like it, this is DJ Ageless, and I used to play uh, like every Wednesday, Friday there, and Fridays would just be like I just, just, just obscene, like packed, packed. They would have four, you know, the main bar open, the upstairs bar open. They would have a shop bar under the stairs and another bar like on the far corner, kind of where they would have those like photo walls and stuff, you know, just just like unheard of for what the owl kind of became later on. So, you know, doing stuff like those culture of fixed parties is 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 you're you're actually kind of like fitting more like yeah you could go a little bit crazy but you have to you have to play for like young university students and like a lot of these kids are like 19 18 even and they're not accustomed to anything out of the norm yet they, they they don't know something a lot of times they're rural kids too like they're coming to university from out of town so it's not like the most creative gigs that we get to play but they do get pretty buck wild, you know, and like you could you could get away with some crazy shit. It's not like they're, you know, it's no fun or anything. Like we have a blast doing those usually. So yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you can get you can get crazy, but in terms of like playing 
you know, the stuff that we're really into, like more electronic, more niche stuff, th those are not always the gigs that we do that kind of stuff at. And I mean, I know you spoke about uh, being like out of the city and playing in other places in Canada. You tend to find a lot more of those kind of one genre clubs that you get a lot of the heads in there and they they really know their stuff. But like to a certain degree, sometimes when you're playing here in Saskatchewan and it, it is those kind of crowds that maybe they aren't as educated in the kind of music that maybe you're more into at the time and uh, you are a little bit more limited in what you can play and they just don't want to be educated. Sometimes there maybe gets a point where it's like I'm kind of not tired, but it's like I, I really want to go and play this certain kind of music and I've really been finding like sick records and been working hard and digging and then it's it's almost a like an anticlimax that you can't play them out or when you do play them out it's like you've quickly got to try and get back to something a little bit more recognizable to keep the people from I guess throwing tantrums and throwing the toys out the pram kind of thing well at least you gotta you gotta keep the vibe going you know like yeah whether or not they're going to be upset about it, you got to make sure that the vibe in the room is right. And yeah, you know, you don't, you don't get to get away with too much. And it's funny because, you know, as, as a DJ who's been around a little bit longer now, you know, I mean, there's definitely guys who've been around longer than I have, but, uh, you, 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 you think like, oh, it's going to get better and like I'll have more opportunities to just kind of do my thing and stuff. It's like, man, it's all the same. You're like, yeah, they're, these parties happen here and there that are like a little more one genre focused or, or a specific style focused or whatever. But uh, like for the most part, if you're gigging every week, that kind of stuff, like, man, no, it's, it, you, you got to keep going through it for sure. And I mean... I guess it helps that you are a big music fan in general and you do listen to a wide variety of genres and you're at, I know that you play a wide variety of genres. But I also done a little bit of research and, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I might have got this, I might have missed the mark completely here, but you are a little bit like myself, very much into quite heavy techno and electronic music and kind of acid techno and things like that. Yeah, and absolutely. For me, it's a massive bummer that I, like, see, even when you do go out and you hear someone get a little bit creative and throw some kind of curveballs, you're like, oh, okay, that we're getting there. It never quite gets to the point where you're hearing that heavy, like, acid and plus 140 BPM, 150 BPM, where it's like, you, it's a sweat fest and yeah. you're going. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's loud and it's hard and it never seems to quite get like that and I mean, I get it. It's not for everyone. It's, I have a lot of friends as well who are like massive into electronic music and it's just not their thing. But it's kind of sad at the same time that there's like how limited the opportunity really is to be able to showcase that kind of music. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it, like that. You know, you have to throw a very specific type of party and... And promoting parties like that can be difficult in Saskatchewan. Getting turnout can be difficult. Um, and 
you know, I mean, people people do it every now and then. They'll have uh, an event at O'Brien's or something like that, and and they'll get some stuff going off. But that's usually even today. Like you know, sometimes there's drum and bass parties that kind of happen here and there that you're like, what? Like who's putting this on? Um, but it, it, it it's, it's that same thing where it's like, yeah, no, the the really hard and heavy stuff that is a lot of fun to listen to is not i mean you don't get to hear it here you don't get to play it here it's not for the crowds here at all because it's just too like it's just you know it's too much i love drum and bass i love drum and bass there's no drum and bass you don't get to play drum and bass you know yeah i mean i'm a bit the same in terms of like when i whenever i go home I, i like to go to a lot of these events and listen don't get me wrong I, I love house music and everything else but like if i had my choice it would be very heavy stuff very dark stuff and it seems to be more catered to europe like you're seeing a lot of it obviously in germany right now it's it's very big and uh the netherlands and then also north and ukraine you're seeing a lot of the their uh djs coming out of there you've got like nastia and uh Dar- uh darky and uh, a lot of those people that are coming out from like uh, Ukraine, Poland, uh, VTSS out of Poland, I guess France even with I Hate Models, like some some of those people, they all seem to be centered in Europe. Whereas even the big clubs and the big names that are coming out of uh, the States, even where there's an even bigger scene, it's more kind of housey and funky and upbeat and and more vibes rather than the heavy stuff that you're hearing and I don't know if that's just a little bit of a delay for it transitioning over here. I mean, it's definitely here. There's definitely, like you said, events popping up here and there, but it just doesn't seem to have caught on as much as the kind of, the more, I guess the more kind of, not watered down, but it's a little bit easier on the ears with the house music and things. It's a little bit more relatable than some of that hard stuff, right? Yeah, no, I mean, the industrial sound is big in, Europe, Central and Northern Europe, you know, like Eastern Europe, I should say, like they, they have a long, they have like a big, big networks of, of like support around those types of things. So it's, it's like they can, they can go and do big shows pretty regularly and and that kind of stuff. But, you know, like there's always Detroit, like Detroit is out here and there's, there's some heavy stuff coming out of Detroit and there's some heavy stuff coming out of Chicago and, and even like San Francisco a little bit. But, uh, you know, we, I like to go to movement on the regular and, and like that, that hard and industrial fast techno is still alive here. And there's that's still one some... that's been on my list for a while oh. is movement that every, every year I see it and I see the lineup and I go, I gotta go. Man. I gotta go. If anyone is listening to this, like, actually don't go to movement because I like it that way. No, but it movement is if you're into house, if you're into techno music and and if you're into house music, man, like Detroit is the best because, I mean, we went for two or three years before we even went to the festival. Like it was all just after parties, just stuff that was going on in Detroit. Like it's a cool place. It's super non-commercial. People come over from, 
Europe that are big names like Jamie Jones, the Martinez brothers, like Nia Kravitz, big, big Carl Cox, like Loco Dice, all the, all the, and, and like Richie Houghton is from Detroit, you know, like he, all that plastic band stuff, like that was all the D. So um, I, I say that because, yeah, like you're right. It, it, it is way bigger in Europe, the, the, the heavy, hard industrial sound. But there, there's definitely like pockets of like hot spots in, in North America. And, and Detroit's one of them for sure. Yeah, Detroit does seem to be that. I mean, even in recent years, you mentioned like Nina Kravitz. In recent years, I've saw like Fiac playing there, Nine Nines playing there. uh I mean, you've always got the OGs that are hanging around. Kevin Saunderson likes to play in, in movement and things like that. And I think it's one of those places that's is very underrated. A lot of people rate all these places like Berlin. Berlin seems to just be popping off right now. And obviously you've got the bear kind, which I think just about anyone who is into techno, that's where you... See if you can get into bear kind for just one night. Life made, right? But I think Detroit's one of those places that where it has so much uh, cultural significance and it has so much history that it probably is even to this day is very very underappreciated and flies under the radar and again that's probably down to how uh it's not as commercial and it's it's very uh it's stuck to its its guns and it's it's the same as what it was way back then essentially even though there's emerging artists that are now coming out here there's still a lot of the the OGs who are playing there and who are keeping the same Detroit vibe alive, right? For sure, lots of lots of old cats in Detroit, and they're doing they're they're touring around, man. Like they're out here, you know. These guys are are no joke. They're doing Chicago, New York, Philly, Boston, all that stuff for sure, for sure. And then you know they're popping around to the West Coast and everything. They're they're there's there's lots of guys from that area and that are playing big European stuff too. Like, you know, there's, there's some representation in, in North America for, for techno, but uh, yeah, it's, it's not the same. And I mean, you know, we come back to Saskatchewan and it's, it's pretty bleak. Yeah. And I mean, there has been some people in Saskatchewan that have attempted that kind of thing. I know for years gone by, unfortunately I wasn't quite, I didn't know enough people and I wasn't quite, in the loop, I was still getting used to Saskatchewan when it was going on, so I missed it, unfortunately. But I know Connect happened for a number of years, and they were very diverse in the kind of music they played. Obviously, in North America, you have a very heavy, I guess what they call EDM, it's like dubstep and trance, essentially, right? Uh, it's very heavy with that. But I know even Nathan, who I spoke to in the first episode of this podcast, who's out of Winnipeg, he plays a lot of techno. And he was saying uh, a lot of artists who went to connect and were playing lucky enough to play connect they did get the freedom to play that kind of heavier music your techno your your kind of acid house things like that um and for me i think the events like that are great especially for somewhere like saskatchewan because it is to a certain degree educational for maybe some people who like dance music and just never really got to dip the toe into those other heavier kinds of music and it may just ignite something within them that's like they start listening to more they start digging they start researching a couple of people they heard and some of the tracks that they're playing and it inspires a lot of people in the prairies and i know it's been missing for a couple of years but i think that 
maybe by bringing something like that back and continuing the legacy that that kind of had would be pretty cool. I know there's a few people who have some things planned in the coming years to, to put together a festival in Saskatchewan again. Um, but it would be cool to see some of that music being showcased and at least if it's not if it's not 100% of the music, at least it's given the opportunity to, to play that kind of music, right? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the guys who are doing Living Sky Festival are kind of like taking over that that area of, uh, you know, the market that, that's, that was missing when Connect left. And so that's good to see, you know, like they're still out there. Uh, my friend Easy T. Uh, I think he's played there the last couple of years and, and gone super hard. I know he was like diving into the techno there. So, you know, it, it's, it's awesome to at least, you know, there is that, like it, you, it, it exists. You, you can go and, and check out some, some techno and some hard house and, and that kind of stuff. Like it's just heavier stuff. Uh, and, and just house music in general too. Like, you know, good house music is, it's so awesome and also kind of hard to find these days in, in rural Saskatchewan. I mean, it's, it's hard to find. It's definitely hard to find here. But it is out there. And I'm hoping by doing this and by speaking to people, especially like a lot of people I've spoke to up until this point have been from different areas in Canada and even... A couple of episodes ago, I had one of my friends from the UK as well come on, and he's doing, he's doing a, they're doing a similar to think a similar thing to what Circle do, where they're putting on, uh, like like putting up videos at different crazy locations and things like that, and trying to promote a little bit of uh, tourism, I guess, in Scotland at the same time as promoting the Scottish music that's being played by these up and coming artists. But it's cool to have someone like yourself, and I'm sure I'll have more people from the area on in the future here. Uh, who are, can come on and who can talk about these kind of things that happen because there's probably a lot of people and I know I definitely a lot of people who I've spoke to and who I'm friends with who like this kind of music who maybe didn't even know some of the things that were going on so I'm hoping with this uh, it'll shine a little bit of light on these amazing events and these different kinds of uh, nights and events that are happening that showcase this kind of music and get everybody out of their comfort zone a little bit and they can dip their toe into some of the the better, more pure house music and into some of the heavier techno, I guess, tech house, uh, psytrance, things like that. And I mean, I think it's something that a lot of people will probably enjoy. They maybe just haven't been exposed to it as much, maybe because the events are so few and far between, it's, it's harder for them to catch on, right? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, it's, it's their there isn't a lot of opportunity to sort of like incubate the scene and, and those types of, those types of music. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of DJs in the province that are, are into house and, and techno and, and the electronic music that isn't, um, you know, the, the commercial EDM that, that we see in a lot of big festivals and that kind of stuff. Uh, and, you know, we all would love to be doing a little bit more house and, and that kind of stuff. And, and we'll see what happens when, when COVID ends. And, and, you know, the club scene 
it's not going to be great, probably. Honestly, like, it's probably going to suck when we come back. So everyone is going to be having private parties and doing their own thing and that kind of stuff. But uh, we'll see what it means for playing with big sound systems and, and that kind of stuff. But, you know, there's a lot of good DJs in Saskatchewan that play dope-ass house music. And, uh, you know, we're going to make sure that... Uh, they get an opportunity to like come on here and talk about their stories because, you know, there's some some guys that have been doing it for a long time. That, you know, it, it, it the history of house music in Saskatchewan is long, but even even if it's like kind of narrow. Yeah, and I think a lot of people who do play this dope house music in Saskatchewan have taken full advantage of the situation that is COVID. Obviously, it's it's not the greatest situation. You would rather be playing out and playing in front of crowds and everything else. But I've saw even yourself has took... Uh, there's a lot of people who have took to Twitch and other streaming sites to, to play sets. And, I mean, the beauty of that as well is you don't have the crowd there, so you can get a little bit creative. And even a lot of these... I've saw a lot of interviews with these big names who are like main like uh headlining stages at festivals and uh playing closing sets at the biggest clubs and they've even said by taking away the crowd it's allowed them to feel a little bit more freedom to play the tracks that is maybe a little bit risky and a little bit kind of out there and and just showcase the kind of things that that uh they can do because again these people play these big stages and they may be like for example if you go and play uh like in the bear kind and you're going in there and you're you know that you can play the kind of music you want to play but you also know that the crowd are going there and there's there's songs that are hot right now that people want to hear and uh like your songs that are big songs and people expect you to play them whereas these people are being able to then strip everything back and just have a little bit more of a relaxed approach and play maybe something that they wouldn't have played in these bigger clubs right yeah man twitch is i mean twitch is twitch man like it's it's awesome to have as a tool now and like you know so many people i know were either thinking about doing something like that or talking about it blah 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 but weren't executing on streaming or doing any type of video recording that much but then it hit and it was like, okay, boom, here we go, scrambling, you know, trying to get it going and then learning all this stuff. But man, I mean, you could go on Twitch at 3 a.m. if you want and just start slinging some tracks around, you know, it could be anything you want. Like it doesn't, you have freedom to do as you please. And like, if people aren't into it, they could just dip. And so, you know, like, yeah, Twitch is awesome because I mean, as long as you don't, you know, like just you just get to express yourself and do whatever you want. There's no limitations. People are there to see you. They're not there to see, you know, like just that. It's not like the club. Yeah. And you guys have done a really good job as well at putting together almost events online, right? Where it's not just yourself. Like obviously there's some times where you just hop on twitch and you do a stream and you just play some music for a few hours and whatever it's going to be but you guys have done a really good job that almost building events where you have maybe yourself playing for two hours and then there's someone else playing for the next two hours and then it's almost like you're at a festival even though you're at home and some of the tracks that people are coming with is 
it's challenging in your and you in its own right because you see whoever's played before you and the creativity they've brought and the tracks that they've brought and then you've gone all right i've really got to step it up here and i've got to come with some shit i've got to i've got to dig deep in the crates and i've got to really come out and showcase what i've got here i, I can't play it safe which is good because again going back to the same thing we we talked about a little bit earlier it pushes you to develop your skills and get better and better and by working with other DJs and seeing what they're doing, it gives you a little bit of inspiration to push yourself and also to take little bits and pieces from their sets and and learn from it and uh, and keep evolving as a as a artist, I suppose. Yeah the the ability to l- listen and hear and interact with other DJs is and, and just like artists out there is awesome. Uh, and a huge part of what, you know, is so good about Twitch. Um, but yeah, you know, doing those raid trains, like that's, that's the thing now, you know, there are raid trains that are happening, you know, every week or day, like, you know, I know DJs on here that are doing every day. They have one and they're a part of one that goes like all day and into the evening like that's just the thing now that that that's that's how it goes you just try to connect with other people and and do shows like that with with your homies and work together to like create a little bit of buzz and 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 a and a creative environment for everyone and a and a space for the viewers to like listen and have fun and interact with you and uh, so it it is cool and it's a this great connection tool like you you're yeah, you're, you're a part of something with these DJs that sometimes they're from who knows where, you know? Uh, yes, especially in a time right now as well where I've even found it myself. Just, like, you speak to the people who you are friends with and everything else, and then you speak to them a few days later and it's like, hey, man, what you been up to? Uh, nothing. What you been doing? Nothing. Like, everyone's just stuck at home, right? So it keeps keeps things interesting and it keeps that connection between you guys and the people who you are friendly with in the scene and who you play sets with and you were seen on a regular basis it it keeps the motivation there to continue uh, contact and to continue uh developing and keep i guess doing what you were doing before the whole covid thing happened it's obviously a little bit different and everybody's adapted and changed to it but in a sense, it is very similar in the community aspect of it, where it keeps everyone a little bit sane and keeps everyone involved with each other and takes their mind off of all the chaos of the outside world for whatever it's going to be, two, three, four hours, or maybe these extended sets. If you've got some time off and you're sitting there and you're listening to four or five of these guys who you were going every week to make sure you saw their sets, like you're getting that opportunity still and you're not just stuck there alone and trying to figure out what you're going to do for the next hour and so on yeah no it's been it's been good for everyone's mental health to have something to do for sure and hey hey i mean you know playing music and staying active and the things that you love to do is important and i mean we've been playing that house music out here you know and and enjoying it and you know if 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 you're a listener and and you're not familiar with twitch like definitely go check it out see just just give a little look at a couple of your favorite DJs or anyone that you've heard before and and check them out because there's lots of cool stuff going on out there and it really helps us like 
it helps everyone, us and, and the viewers sort of like get through everything and have a good time. So yeah, shout out Twitch. That's, that was a blessing for sure. Yeah, I know Twitch has been a big tool. And uh, the other thing you've seen a lot of people transitioning to other than the live streams and these kind of at-home sets and things like that is, I mean, I know once everything comes back and we can come back to the clubs, it's probably going to be a little bit slow with people unsure of whether of how safe it's going to be and like it's going to take us a while to get into it. But I think once it really comes back and it, uh, it's going to start popping off and it's going to be chaos... And a lot of the people who are involved in the scene and who play music are making the best use of the time transitioning into producing music and making tracks. And I know even my, even from kind of reading interviews or speaking to some other people I know who are producers and produce dance music, they're kind of holding things back so that when everything does come back, they can just like, it's like, all, all hell's breaking loose and I'm firing track after track and they're going to be bangers and so that's pretty cool that a lot of people are transitioning into the into the production side as well and really understanding the music and not just playing it because I think there's there's a lot of people who play music and are very good at DJing and very good at playing other people's music and maybe just they've been so focused on that and doing well at that that they haven't given themselves the time to go and learn the the kind of production side of it and now that they've got the time they've found that they're really talented at producing music and i think it's going to be a, a hot time for new tracks coming out and you're just going to be overwhelmed with how much good music is going to is going to be presented and and put on the platforms and twitch essentially is allowing people to do that as well where they maybe didn't have the opportunity to pre to present these songs and present themselves as a dj and as an artist they don't need anyone else's sponsorship to do it now you can just put yourself on twitch and and go right yeah no i mean it's uh like charlie hustle is a perfect example of that uh he recently just put together his own little album in his, uh, not a little album, his own album in his apartment. And uh, he did it in a month and he's like out here playing his own tracks on Twitch now and, and having fun doing it. Like he's just having a good time doing it, it seems like, and, and just like learning and, and, and improving. And uh, that's, you know, it, it, definitely check out Charlie Hustle if you're listening and, uh, you know, he, he's someone who has a long history of DJing with dance music and stuff like that in the, in the province. Uh, and yeah, it is one of those things that the time has given people time to work on different things. And even just the Twitch broadcasting itself was like a pretty big learning curve for a lot of us or, or, you know, it, it took time to get to where we're at now, you know, like I built a new PC and built one for DJ Ageless as well. Uh, you know, there some other friends of mine learning how to get, get everything going with maybe a spare laptop or something like that. You know, you're trying to do what you can. And it's funny because it kind of all started from just like using Instagram live and, and going straight into your, uh, into your camera speaker, which is crazy, but no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure like, we've seen a lot of good music come out, uh, from our favorite artists during this time. Anyways, like people are doing their thing. And, and I mean, 
uh, Aaron Fraser, which is like not house music at all, is like a perfect example of someone who just put out like the most bomb album uh, during this period. Uh, so yeah, it, it's cool. And, and I'm definitely excited to see what happens again. I think that the club outlook in Saskatchewan is not so good when it comes to like the end of things, because some of these venues just didn't make it out. Like, is there going to be a lock club when we come back? Who knows, man? You know, like what's Melody going to be doing? and you know the congress they're probably not going to be having djs that that kind of thing like it it's it's going to be slim pickings out here to, at least to some degree yeah there'll be a couple of spots but it won't be the same i don't think so we'll see we'll see it, at least for a while you know like it'll come back and things will things will get back to normal and then you know we'll have a lot of fun and there'll be some crazy times but uh We'll see. But yeah, I hope all the best for artists who are trying to put out good music and stuff like that. Yeah. And hopefully we do see a lot of these clubs coming back. Like you said, it's, it's been, it's been a struggle for them having to close the doors and still having to pay the bills, I guess, in any way they can. But I think it'll be interesting as well, because there'll be an absence of clubs and a like to a certain degree there's going to be a lot of places that close down and we've already saw a few of them go uh, at this point and even taking it back to like i said when i there's a lot of clubs in glasgow that are very specific in things and one of the most iconic ones is sub club which is possibly one of the like that was the first club that i kind of went to that was genre specific that i like i love that's my favorite club that i've ever been to and they've been around since the 90s and they have big big names come in and play like on the regular and even they were struggling at the start of the 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 first lockdown and everything so it'll be interesting to see what ones survive and what ones don't but i also think come uh what comes with that is you're going to see some new ones sprouting and some new ones blossoming into possibly what could be an opportunity uh, to see a lot more of a scene and a little bit more of a diverse scene so uh, it'll be cool to see and um hopefully it uh, isn't hit too hard and we can we can see some some cool places set up and and uh we can get some some sick dance floors and get them packed you know what i mean yeah we'll see man i mean you know it's like honestly there's gonna have to be some new stuff too like if if we really want to see uh uh dance music thriving in Saskatchewan, we're going to have to see some new stuff pop up after the pandemic. And we'll see if that happens. You know, it, uh, it could take a while. It could happen right away. You know, like somebody might have something ready to go. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, you know, everyone is still going to be out here playing some house music and some electronic music as much as they can. And hopefully it gets popping again. Um, until then we'll be on Twitch, you know, but, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, right now the focus on, on like the DJs in the industry who are into the music is important. So, um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll give you a list, but like, I, I want to point out guys like, um, Dr. J especially is like the homie. And I, would, I just picked up some records from him today and he did shows at Lydia's for like 10 years every Wednesday house music here in Saskatoon. And, you know, he so Dr. J, like you got to talk to him. And if, if you're 
a younger person in the area, like you might not know about Dr. J, but he's the man, uh, Mr. Fudge here in Saskatoon. There's guys like McHale and Kinder in Regina, but then it's like, you know, obviously DJ Ageless, like, you know, that's the homie and, and he's just like out here killing it right now. Uh, there's some other guys in Saskatoon, like Tefron Don and Cadalgo. Uh, S'more is really big into house music here. Uh, my guy, uh, Matt Yowzy and DJ Easy T, like Easy T and Yowzy are big into like house and techno. Uh, Mateo uh, would be, uh, I think Yowzy, he hasn't been DJing too much lately, but he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, so we'll definitely have to get some of those guys on the show and uh, I'm sure we will down the line because, I mean, it's it's here and it's it's alive in the prairies and all I'm trying to do is put a spotlight on the people who have, have been working at it and are doing the thing because I, I feel like uh, you guys as the creators, as the artists, as the DJs, you just don't get enough praise here and a lot of people, uh, a lot of these kind of club owners because of how limited the the choices are just a little bit kind of i don't know if it's, it's self-centered or whatever it is that they just kind of want a lot of the a lot of the kind of shine and it is, it's ridiculous because the talent that's here is is unreal and it just needs to be showcased it just needs enough people to be able to show up and see it and to appreciate it and it'll, it'll take off and these guys who have been doing it like you said for years for tens of years 20 years like the skills that you develop in that time where there's there's levels to this and i've said it before when you see people who have dedicated that much time to their craft you can't help but just appreciate what it is that they're doing yeah i mean we got guys like charlie hustle and the gaff uh in saskatoon here and they're like serious djs you know and like i said you know fudge and, and ageless and you know like real serious djs out here i mean um you know i hope to see these guys like gaff doesn't even really dj that much in saskatoon honestly because he's just like man you know like special events he'll do and whatever but he's just like you know like what <laughs> you know we'd be playing at flint and uh in Saskatoon, you know, like that's one of the best spots to play. And it's like, sometimes you only get like 20, like 20 people in there is like actually kind of nice up in that little front room. And it's just, it's so funny that, but that, you know, at least there's like those little pockets, like those things exist. Dance, dance music is here and, and those DJs are here. And uh, yeah, like, you know, even uh, like Evo and uh, the uh, Leo from Regina, uh, you know, there's there's some guys out here still still doing it, pushing it, but uh, yeah, it's it, you know tough to tough to keep those nights going, tough to like keep keep it moving, but we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll be out here. You guys will be out there doing your thing. We'll be out here trying to get things popping off. I mean, I'm I'm a very big advocate and and providing this platform, and I've had this idea and this this vision since I got here where. I kind of I walked off the plane and I was when I kind of got involved and in going out and things like that here I was kind of confused why it wasn't there so I'm going to keep trying to do this keep trying to provide the platform keep trying to provide the spotlight and uh, keep pushing and pushing until it happens so the talent's there hopefully we can make it work and I can be the one to push everything forward and and create this this scene in a little bit of a ripple I mean 
whether we can do it or not that that's yet to be told but uh we'll we'll get there eventually and we'll we'll give it a bash yeah hey man every every little bit counts like i mean just 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 participating is is doing something you know you don't have to change everything to to have a little bit of an impact and and to just you know have some fun and, and be a part of the scene here um and hey you know like maybe get involved in your local community radio station uh uh, I'm, I'm, I, we can make a call and get you in there kind of thing because that's those are the types of things that help make a little bit of a difference you know you you then you have some content for yourself to release as well you've got pre-recorded shows bang you're putting that out you know you don't have to be mixing necessarily maybe you could be doing some interviews and uh you could be um playing music that you like on the airways for other people and that that makes a difference and if you have a regular show and and you have regular listeners in your community uh that makes a difference in that so i'm not i'm talking to you but i'm also talking to anyone who's listening like man get involved in your local community radio stations uh, it's not that difficult to like host a show and they're usually dying for uh volunteers and you know you get to you get to decide what's playing on the radio for a little while and and put a little flavor on the on the community so i i always I'm a, I'm a big advocate for for community radio, so get involved. Yeah, I'll, f- I'll for sure have to get in contact with them and uh, and uh, have a little think about doing that because it's definitely something I'm interested in, and I think it would further uh, further allow me to promote what it is that we're, what I'm trying to do here and what I'm trying to achieve with this whole series and uh, with me talking to people like yourself and others that are involved in the scene. I think it's it's a good thing and it's something that we need more of in saskatchewan it's it seems to be few and far between but we'll get there eventually but um i think that's us i think we've ran a little bit over the hour but yeah it, it doesn't feel like that i feel like we've still got a, a hell of a lot more to talk about sure. here um but i just want to say thank you very much for coming on the show and for giving me the opportunity to sit down and speak to you it uh, means a lot to me that we can get some people from saskatchewan involved in this and uh, we were speaking a little bit uh, last week before when we were organising, sitting down and doing this about getting some more people from Regina, Saskatoon involved in this and I'm sure it will be something that's is going to grow in the future and we'll, we'll get to that point. So thank you for being the first and uh, giving me the opportunity to sit down and speak to you. It's been fantastic having you. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it and, you know, it's, it's a cool thing you're doing well you know anything that you need to help keep this going and like we can have more conversations and and just try to you know support you and and get more stuff going on because any sort of like media content surrounding the electronic music scene in saskatchewan is a positive thing so yeah man thanks thank you for having me and thanks for you know trying to trying to put a little effort into it and uh yeah we'll see see if we can get some more action going into the scene here we definitely will we'll make it happen uh so just before i wrap this up here if you want to let everyone know where they can find you uh give yourself a little bit of promotion and let everyone know what you've got going on for sure man uh i mean twitch slash dj drewski that's that's like kind of where everything's hot happening right now uh like i said you could listen to me on cfcr here in saskatoon or on the cfcr app or website uh monday's noon to one and Tuesdays, midnight to 1 a.m. 
you know, I should probably be contributing to my Mixcloud a little bit more. At, at that DJ Drewski on Instagram really is is kind of like the best place. At that DJ Drewski on Instagram and DJ Drewski on Twitch. Uh, yeah, come say hi and uh, we'll mix it up and have some fun. Definitely. Well, thank you very much, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching this week's episode of A Little House in the Prairie podcast. If you haven't already, check out Drewski's mix that we posted on Friday. Uh, again, big shout out to Pale Studios uh, for supplying the clothing for this episode. If you haven't already, check those guys out on Instagram at Pale Studios and online at palestudios.ca. Also, check us out on YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, MixCloud the link will be down in the description make sure to subscribe like the videos and uh, check out all the episodes if you haven't already uh so again thank you very much for everyone for supporting this uh channel and god bless